Now entering Nerdist.com. Foie gras, pulled pork, bok choy, squid ink, dining with Doug and Karen. Hey everybody, I'm Doug Benson. Hi. And I'm Karen Anderson. Hello to you all. <laughs> this is Dining with Doug and Karen, episode 19. Can oh. you believe it? Our anniversary is coming up. <laughs> Number 2 mm-hmm. Uh We're coming to you once again from the Louis De Palma Suite at Meltdown Comics on Sunset Boulevard on Monday, March 3rd. It's 311. Ooh. 3-3-11. Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, there's a band called 3 and 11 yeah, I know that, that I enjoy. And it's uh, 20 and a baker's dozen is the year, and it is at 6 p.m. Producer KT Money is in the house. Uh, also, first day of daylight savings. Yeah. So it's bright in here. Oh, what do you mean it's the first day? You don't, you don't count yesterday? You don't count the first day as oh, no, the I first guess, day of daylight savings? Oh, I was traveling yesterday, so I forgot. I was on a plane. <laughs> it's going to be kind of a different show today, Karen. Why? Well, because we're not going to eat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're going to drink. Did you see the cartoon the guy made of us, an animated video cartoon? Of me yelling that and yes, you jumping? and it looks exactly like you. I love it. <laughs> how's, exactly how's the rendering of you? Like you? No, he isn't doing one of me. He said he couldn't find a picture unless he redid it. It's just me yelling. Just you yelling at me, but I'm on the side, really. If you oh, think about okay. it, he said if he finds a photo of me, he'll make one again. All right. Well, you know we're all very busy. Uh, Katie has Katie produces 1,700 podcast <laughs> episodes a, rest. a week. Calm down, Karen. You're busy with uh, Kathy Griffin uh, and on I Bravo. just took another show. And I'm doing What's on that going to be? What's that? Well, everybody, don't make fun of me for this, but okay, you know, it's called Dancing Fools. So, uh, what I does ha- that mean? It means it's like kind of like America's Funniest Videos with with dancing videos. That sounds fun, maybe. Well, I think it's for WGA. I need to get. Uh, I need health insurance, so I had to take that on top of Kathy. Where is this program going to air, though? ABC Family, starting at the end of May. Oh, okay, and is it? Does it have a host? Yeah, Melissa Peterman. She's actually really funny. Oh yeah, from yeah. Reba. That's right. Wow, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, no stuff. Very funny uh, girl, though. I, if you say so. Well, I'm saying. She was the funniest character on that show, Reba, that's for sure. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So the reason I brought up how busy we are is just to say that we we failed in lining up a chef for this particular episode, but we lined up a great guest, and also there's lots of exciting things to tell the listeners, so I didn't want to just bag it just because we don't have any food. Right. And we could have, I could you know, we could have pulled someone in probably, but... Uh, Maybe we. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we tried Andy Windack, yeah, and he tried. was no. He couldn't do it. And There's only it, so many people you can ask four or five hours ahead of time. Right. Come, come, prepare food for us right. and so, show up. So yeah, so we're gonna do drinking with Doug and Karen. Right. We're all uh, we're gonna make is a special. What this episode is called special beverage. I see you've really brought something special. Mm. Yeah, but let's get our let's bring our guest into it, and we'll talk about uh, all of our drinking choices. Uh, comedian and author DC Pearson is here. Yeah. Hey guys, <laughs> thank you. Hi. Thanks, Karen. I feel so welcome. Well, you're wonderful. I feel like a regular Melissa Peterman. Well, <laughs> I mean, daughter of Seinfeld's Jay Peterman, I presume. Is that right? No, that would oh. be amazing, though. That's his name on the show, right? Not yeah. that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> fictional oh, I'm so sweating. Okay. character. Uh, I feel like as a as an alternative to not having as like a backup for not having a chef, you guys could just do the podcast from a table at a Benihana. 
Because yeah. there would be a chef there be that would be noise, provided though. for you. That's smart. Yeah, like cl- the clanging of the yeah. spatula as he flings shrimp into his hat. I love that trick. Noise. But these mics were pretty good. Like when we were at that party, that Oscar party doing it, uh, it picked us up pretty good. And oh, we got the, good feedback. The background feedback. noise wasn't bad. We did? Yeah. I saw a lot of feedback and I asked friends and stuff and they said, no, it didn't sound all muddled or anything. It sounded good. Fine. Oh, okay. They said a good option. It sounded like like an NPR story where they have the little background yeah. noise to make it really authentic. <laughs> kind of old dishes clanging around in the <laughs> yeah, background. Exactly. I'm in a kitchen. Clank, clank, yeah. Clank, 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 clank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes it authentic. It makes it really real. It makes me want to donate and get a tote bag. Now I want to see. Now what is going on here? This is his book. It's out right now. It just came out. Just on came Thursday. out. And it's called Crap Kingdom. And it's, uh, you, did you say, I forget if you called it specifically, is it a, does it qualify as it is, YA? It is a young adult novel. It is, it is definitely a young adult uh, comedic fantasy adventure, but I think it, it can be enjoyed by people of all ages, and well, people it, all of all ages at? have enjoyed it. I would probably start at like uh, maybe like 12. Oh, good. That's yeah. how old Spencer is. So Spencer's good I'm for this, but it. probably not. I'm going to buy it from you right now. And Rodrigo is probably not. Uh, yeah, you can probably have this copy, I, I would guess. I think so. Yeah. I think yeah, that's great. for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Man, how exciting. God, Pretty... I would love to have a book. Wouldn't that be great? Of course, you have to write it first. That's the hard part. Yeah, I, I co-wrote a book with two other dudes, you know, called The Marijuana Logs. Oh, yeah, Logs, yeah. And, uh, I have that sign. It was a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that pretty well describes it. Especially, not with this one, I wasn't exposed uh, to this part of the process, but for, I, I, I wrote another novel a few years ago, and at one point they were talking about like the design elements of it, and they were like, it is literally on floppy disks still. Like, I don't know if that's still the case, but this is maybe like, this is maybe like four years ago at this point, but... Like whatever, what whatever publisher it was, it's like a vintage anchor, which is like a huge part of Random House. They were like, yeah, we still all of our like graphics files are still on like like floppy disks. So oh it's kind of a uh, you know, there's certain parts of publishing where I do think it's just like Charles Dickens characters in a room by candlelight, like it, scrivening things. Is this your first uh, published? Novel? This is my second. Oh. Uh, this is my first YA one. The first one was it was adult literature, which is weird to say because when you say adult literature, it always sounds like you're talking about like erotica. It, it was not erotica. It really did. That's Unless you're into, I don't know, teenage boys I'm running I'm just going to bring it nerdy. down the other way. First, I'm going to do some porn. Now, I'm going to bring it down to the kids. <laughs> Let them enjoy something. Yeah, yeah. both ends. Both which ends. is what the first one was called. No. <laughs> but kids have to be responding positively to uh, the, cr- the word crap being in the title. That was kind of, I mean, I, I just came up with it as a title because it, it fit. But uh, yeah, I did kind of think, I, I had to fight for it a little bit, actually. There was a point in the sure. process where the publisher was like, I don't know, librarian's crap is very controversial. And it's weird because when you come from like comedy, the comedy world where you're just like, just constantly saying content. Not really. But like, <laughs> where you're just, where, where you're, you're, you yeah, get, your ears get nothing. Your ears for swearing and and if things that that are offensive get so completely like blown out your perception of that kind of stuff. So I was like, really? Are people really offended by that? But I think for certain kids, it probably still hopefully like rides that line of being a little bit a little bit dangerous. Yeah, yeah it's I, I definitely it's... crap is like the word you, you you know if you're a stand up comic and you're on Comedy Central and you don't want to get bleeped you you know you switch out shit for crap right yeah. and that's the amazing thing about the word shit is it's it's hanging in there as something you can't say on TV <laughs> even though there you could say every euphemism for it every right. single one there's no word for shit uh, that, well, not to mention that you, you can't say you could say poop you could say crap you could say dump but you can't say shit still 
You can say dump. Dump dump is way grosser than shit. Yeah, you can't say I'm going to take a dump in your mouth, but you could say. You could say I got to go take a dump. I think, well, then how are you going to do that joke? Dump Kingdom would be a good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's uh, or crap uh, crap kingdom right. <laughs> That's in Germany. It's being released under both those titles actually. And kids say dump all the time. They say stuff. I mean, they say all the things that it's the parents. exactly. It's the, I mean, I remember being other, like ten years old and, from above, and getting from... in trouble for saying crap. But that is kind of that thing where you're like, I'm going to see if I can get away with this. So I guess that's what I'm doing. Yeah, Seeing and then you can, could, and, you, and when discussing you, you say people are really enjoying my crap kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> I've this found myself saying crap saying crap a lot more. Since Where do you recommend people out. read it? Uh, they can read it <laughs> on the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just I find yeah, you'll be a lot more focused. Um, just don't bring your iPhone into I'm the so bathroom. I'm so impressed. It's so awesome. Thank I you. can't wait to read it. Yeah, he's got um, amazing uh, people on the back. Donald Glover uh, on the front saying how Talking about how much they love it. it. Patton Oswalt oh, and. Wow. Yeah, and uh, who else is on here? Uh, John Hodgman, uh, wow. Megan Amram. He sure he for sure is. Chris Gethard. Chris Gethard. Nice. Of, of well, if you ever do another one, let me read it before it comes out. Because I, mean, I, I would, I would totally do. I would love to write one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real book. Can, can I get one from you? Can I bank one from you? Just sort of an all-purpose one. Like, wow, the words. So are these? Uh, are yeah, these because the, the next book, it could, you could just my quote could just be better than crap. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's and you a, hopefully would be right. <laughs> improves on his last crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to think I would be advancing with every with everyone. I feel yeah. like that hopefully would crap be. universe is in the future. crap universe. Wow. Damn it. Now I got to cut. Can you, will you go get it at Barnes and Noble? I mean, uh, yeah, like it's that? at Barnes. Oh, that's it's so at exciting! And have you gone to and, look at them in the shelves? Uh, I haven't yet. I went on Thursday, and the one I went to, they didn't have it yet, yeah. and I got really, really upset. And then I was told that the day afterward they had it, so I sh- just should have gone then. So it's a weird. I, I find that it's like, it's something I have to work on in myself, but I find that doing that it never gets me as excited as it should. Like if they have it. I'll just be like, well, why isn't it in the front? Uh, which is just sort of a, a big Can't bad it be on part the table of my personality. With the other ones? Yeah, exactly. So, so even if they have it, I'm like, well, then someone hasn't bought it because they have it, and it's just there's no um, uh, pleasing. That, you can go that in and grab a stack of, of them oh, and yeah. then stick them on the table near the door as, as you leave, and just put them over, set like a, a um, Rush Limbaugh book or something. Does he yeah. still write books, or was that strictly a 1994 thing? He might no, not be able to handle it now. He talks, <laughs> he talks on the radio for four hours a day, I think. So you should just transcribe it. I think he put gets, it in a book. I think he gets it all. I don't out. know if he can see past like his cheeks, like you know, to where he's writing or anything. <laughs> he can only look straight ahead because of the pills. Yeah, well bloated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Karen, take no prisoners. <laughs> We're gonna drink. Woo, gosh, I'm boiling hot too. Oh my god, it's a warm day here in Los Angeles. Um. So what did everybody bring? Let's, Let's see. start with DC. Uh, I I brought a uh, Dogfish Head 90 Minute Imperial IPA, which the 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 box claims perhaps the best IPA in America. Uh, I'm a big fan of IPAs in general because uh, I'm kind of I wouldn't say a beer snob. I'm more of a beer dick. Like I just kind of don't really know a lot about it, but there are certain things that I like that are probably like you know more. Exp- I can be talked into spending a lot of money on something just by from? it having a clever name. I'm from Arizona originally. Oh, not necessarily a big beer place. No, right? not really. You know, I mean, I guess we have. Yeah, it's not particularly a beer snobby kind of place. Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I just started getting into it a few years ago. Yeah. IPAs in particular because they're very hoppy. 
Are IPAs, are they putting those in cans at all? Because cans mm-hmm. seem to be making a big comeback. Cans are making a big comeback, yeah. Well, I read something a few years ago about they like maintain freshness better than, than bottles do. So the beer maybe really? technically tastes better even though they have, they have a, a sort of – they have a kind of feeling of like, ah, just me and some friends by a railroad track talking about how we're going to get out of this town. <laughs> uh, you know, it's they have a certain... crack them that makes that sound. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah. It, the whole thing's like a John Mellencamp song. But yeah, I guess they're making a comeback. There's that company, Golden Road, that is like oh, a brewery from Glendale yeah, yeah. that they do like cans and stuff. Um, and you can yeah. refill big bottles there. You can. Yeah, yeah growlers. Oh, is that Which what is that neat. Is? Yeah, that alone would make you want to get into brewing. I feel like finding out that a big part of it is a thing called a growler. They also have good food there. They have really good food. Yeah, they've got some good vegan food. Really? And I have to say, when I, I say vegan, I have to say it like that. Vegan. Vegan. Food. You have you to say it like somebody's it. mom that's trying to sound yes. really tolerant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have some good <laughs> vegan options. I know how to say it. You say it like somebody that said it wrong once and then somebody right. corrected them. Like fa. Like. Yeah, exactly. Or the way I say Los Feliz, where I'm like, oh. I'm, I used to say like Los Feliz, and somebody was like, whoa, come on, get the man. fuck out. Yeah, just say it right. Yeah, I mean, come back come next pilot season, you jerk. It's not fo, it's fa. <laughs> I just don't even say it. What do you say? I just say Hollywood. Do you just, no matter where like, you go. UCB is in Los Feliz, but I- Feliz. Feliz Navidad. Uh, but I say Hollywood because I don't want to You don't want to get it. anything wrong. I don't want to get any trouble. Like Glossy Enjaga or whatever they say. Uh, let's try uh, yeah. Let's try a taste of his, break it of out. his fancy also, beer. Also, there were, there were four of them in the case, and that just felt like, that just felt like destiny. That's too perfect. Yeah. Also, I've got um, to I go I just want to pour a little into a cup yeah, and try that. it because do I, uh, I don't want a whole one. Exactly. Uh, Especially since we're drinking a bunch of different things. Right. You know? But I brought like some peanuts and so what did I bring? I brought uh, snacks. Brought some snacks. Oh, thank some you. Salty chips, Katie. I got salt and vinegar oh, chips, which I don't know what everybody wants, but I just I just grabbed whatever I could find. It was such I, a rush. I love a salty chip. Are you oh, kidding good. me? And I got some blue diamond smokehouse almonds, which I Ooh. I think will go good with a, a cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Go good and with anything. And then I got also just some roasted cashews, which my mom says you can get kind of constipated from, but. Well, let's try the dogfish head, Karen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of got like a like a coffeeish aspect to it, which oh, their really their IPAs you know, sometimes I do. How much I like beer, you know? I don't get it. Especially that often. these these IPAs are really tasty. Yeah. Like I, way way back in the day, I was hooked on uh, uh, Red Hook. Mm, that's a good one. Out of from uh, Brooklyn. Uh, is it? Out of Brooklyn? Is it from Red Hook? I think, I just yeah. assumed because it says Red Hook. It isn't. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Red Hook no. is a very hard to get to part of Brooklyn. No, Red Hook is uh, out of out of Seattle. Mm, this is yummy. It does go with the beer. And um, but this is really this is really. T- I want to make a beer, beer called Williamsburg, and have everyone assume it's from Brooklyn, but it's actually from like Virginia or wherever the, the exa- yeah the olden days the olden days beer. Yeah. It's very sexist and speaks in Middle English. I'm gonna put these out too. I think these are gonna go good with it. Oh yeah. Well, we got some nuts. Success, success! I say like with, all right. with this beer, you brought a, brought a great one. I'm put thrilled. Those, put those nuts on the plate. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I enjoy that. Man, you could make so many nuts puns even before there were, and after there were two, there were two limes rolling around on the plate. That's right. Mm, there's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> now you brought that's the sort of highbrow humor you can expect from someone who wrote a book called Crap Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you have very highbrow humor sometimes. Oh my god, no? just like straight up New Yorker cartoons constantly pouring from my mouth. Uh-huh. What if there was a giraffe at the therapist, etc. 
drafted the therapist? The giraffe. Oh. A drafted the therapist. <laughs> I select the guy with post-traumatic stress disorder in the third round. That's about the limit of a, a, a bit I could do about a draft because I'm not really a sports person. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a sports person either. I'm not either. Well, I kind of like baseball. That's about it. Because of how slow and boring it is? I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about it? You like the uniforms? I like to watch a little baseball. I like to go to a baseball game. Mm. See, I feel like, yeah, there's like a romantic aspect to it that I, I want to get into, but I find it, I don't really have a point of entry. Have you ever gone into a, the stadium to mm-hmm. watch? Sure. My, yeah, I uh, like all that stuff better in person, for sure. Right. Football, apparently, is no fun in person as much, unless you really? get good seats. I love it. Oh, really? I mean, I don't, I'm not a big football person, but that's the one that I can enjoy the most while I'm actually there oh. watching it, I feel like. A lot of people say they like to go uh, watch that one on TV. Huh. But they love basketball in person. Well, I guess football is good on TV because there's there's intricacies to the play that you could see two or three times in a row right away. But now they have those big screens and they play they replay stuff for you while you're sitting there. It's pretty cool. I, I went to a Dolphins game. game and they they didn't have a great season, so it wasn't like exciting, but uh, I enjoyed watching it. Coldest afternoon I ever spent was when you and I went and saw a baseball game at Candlestick Park one time. Oh, jeez. You have a good damn. memory. <laughs> 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 I don't remember that. But, um. I think it was you and me and Greg Barron. A few of us went. Oh, that makes and sense. And we froze our asses off because yeah, yeah. we were in a part of the stadium where the sun wasn't hitting. I actually do remember that. Sue Murphy came. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Debbie Durst was over there in her prime seats. We had good seats, I remember. Is that in Did San we? Francisco? I was in San Francisco mm-hmm. for the Giants. Yeah. Now they're at, um, I don't know, I think it's called SBC Global Park now, or it was Pac Bell Park, so. Yeah, but they all have a stupid company enough. name at the beginning of them now. That's so sad now that when people do those like tours of America with their fathers to go see all the ballparks, it's like, yeah, we hit uh, we hit Chase Field, That's oh, right. we hit GoDaddy.com, Petco, Ballatorium. Petco Park was great. <laughs> <laughs> After it was Pets.com Park. Oh, <laughs> the, I remember the day they took the giant Pets.com dog to, puppet down. Went to the nice Good Hands in Allstate Park. Oh, God, what a wonderful park. Um, but I do love the giant stadium. Oh, my God, that's great. The current one? Yeah. What's nice about it? Oh, it's right on the water. And mm. The view is ridiculous. I mean, it's just unbelievably beautiful. And people go out there in their boats, and they try to get balls that go, get hit over. And Oh, okay. It's I really think I've nice. seen that on TV. It's really, really And pretty. it's also good training for, like, after global warming when we're all just on rafts. <laughs> And instead of good point, you know, instead of foul balls, we're trying or like home runs, we're trying talking to talking about like, some nice baseball, and all of a sudden we're dying. Global. Oh my god! Well, Sorry, we're just trying we to could... enjoy some beverages and some. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to take it there. DC, what else are you up to? Um, doing stand up, auditioning for stuff. Um, oh, you know why you recognize him? I should just clear this up well, right away. Can I play twenty questions or something? Sure. To figure out why you recognize him? Yeah. Okay. Does he always have the beard and hair? Mm-hmm. I mean, what I recognize him from. Was he from a Kevin Smith movie? Why, what is... No. I like the is dog that insulting to my, him my or my Kevin or what? No, his fr- the guy from... <laughs> the dog has become my no, 20 questions representative. He looks like Jason Mewes? Well, he always got the long hair. Because he's got long hair? And I did say snooch to the nooch right when you came in. Oh. <laughs> Do you um, look at pictures of how Brian Posehn looks now and cry a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Did he used to look more like this, I guess. Long, he used to have long hair. I guess I've hair. seen some with him with like the long yeah. hair. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is really setting yourself up for... <laughs> I feel like it's like being a real fun party guy that turns out to be an alcoholic, <laughs> where you're like, you're really setting yourself up for like, when you're bald and like 40, yeah. you're going to be like, wow. It's but, a bigger transition from long, glorious hair to, to yeah. baldness. Right. But 
you know, I, I, th- I think I'll probably like try to transition into it a little bit, maybe with a series of like Kangol caps or something. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I know it's a lot of guys. <laughs> well, you're not bald, so that's good. Right. I mean, you, but I probably, I probably will. even starting yet. No, I, I, hopefully not. But I probably will be someday, just because genetically, like whatever, like my grandpa? my grandpa on my mom's side, which mm-hmm. is supposedly like the telltale. Yeah. Uh, so he, him, I can blame for like anytime I'm depressed. Because he was super Germanic and depressed all the time, and just listened to oompa music and Rush Limbaugh. Interesting oh. that we were talking about him, and uh, and then also the baldness. Because then my yeah my him my uh, my mom's uh, only brother was bald. It's like it's a lot of it's. it's I think it's bad. You, it's gonna if be you bad. are going to go bald, mm-hmm. I think you're going to look very good bald. I think you just shave that hair right off if it gets too weird. Well, I I feel like I started trying to establish the beard as a kind of like listen, we can always have the beard, guys. <laughs> you know that'll transition people into it. I think you'll you know. look good. With What's it? that about? Why do why do why do people go bald on top, but then they can grow a beard? I don't know. I feel like there's an infomercial that can probably <laughs> explain it to us. <laughs> it just goes for it starts from the top and it works its way down. It can't, but it never. Yeah, gets but it's not there. like your beard you is gone by the end of the day. There's nobody that can't grow generally. I mean, there's some people that can't Actually, grow beards. Actually, yeah, they grow but... longer as they get older and mm-hmm. they keep yeah. them scragglier. Mm-hmm. Makes you look more like you work at the Renaissance Fair. That is odd. Why is that, listeners? We're going to figure this yeah, one out. Let us know. <laughs> why and if you have Why any... isn't there chin baldness? And listeners, if you have any dancing fools tapes, please uh, put them onto Twitter and I'll uh, check them out. <laughs> YouTube. Uh, There's double dipping right now. If you've got any it dancing seems limited. fools. If you have any one-liners that, that are in Melissa Peterman's voice. Dancing fools. Just post them. Uh, I, I'm sure there's lots of. grandpas <laughs> or anyone falling. I'm sure there's lots of hilarious dancing clips. There but are. I just, that feels like it would be, get tiresome. If you have to have just dancing. It's a decent, I mean. But I guess, you know, people probably have, like, their cat dancing. Exactly. You know, it'll branch out into. There are also, I feel like, I I wrote for uh, a clip show uh, at the beginning of this year. And then May again because oh, um, it was a pilot, so and then it got picked up. You wrote a really cool book, but you still um, work for a oh yeah. Show. Well, there's uh, there ha- you have to make actual money yeah, okay. to like live and stuff. All right. um, I've written for several country music television awards. Karen, are you kidding me? So have I. Um, nice. Uh, we got to swap Toby Keith stories. Oh my god! Um, I don't have a Toby my son Keith. My was story, in actually. a Toby Keith Toby Keith video recently. Really? Yeah. Was he dancing? I'll Can you, you use later. him on your show? <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> darn it! He's like a ghost in it, or something. He's a ghost. He's a kid that died. Whoa, so is sad. it a dramatic Toby yeah, Keith show video? You later. That's yeah. a, that's tremendous. Um Oh, that's so awesome. Uh oh yeah, so I was writing for a clip show and it was being produced by this company that does a lot of like like their real mainstays, like their bread and butter are things like world's scariest police chases oh, or like Shamu that. goes bad or whatever. <laughs> like things that are always on like court TV for some inexplicable reason. Um or now I guess it's true TV, which that oh, explains it because it's true. true. Um, but, uh, evil twins, I guess it's on investigation discovery. Um, they, they, so they do a lot of shows like that. And there are a bunch of women at this company who their entire job and their expertise in life. And they're really good at it. Like a blacksmith is good at making swords is just knowing about like clips. Like, like, Oh, we can get that one from 15 years ago. That kid falling out of a balloon or something or a human fly on the golden gate bridge. Like they just, they're just have an encyclopedic knowledge of all of them. Like, well, well, we know that guy, we can call him and license it. Cause that's the other thing is to show them on TV. They have to be able to get in touch with the person and be like, can we show you falling off a table? Yeah. It's one thing selling the pilot I realized. And then uh, now all of a sudden it's like, well, we can't, don't know what we can. We have 1500 right now, but we can't, I don't know how many we can use. It's like, all right, that'll be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a pain in the ass show to work on. <laughs> on top of this show, on top of the Cassie show. Yeah, this show is really hard. Is like the history of dance guy from YouTube. Your guys is like white whale. Is he? Are you? Yeah, he's like, there. Oh, he's there. He, okay, he won. The, he won the um, 
Hall of Fame on the pilot. Oh, okay. We're going to pick a Hall of Fame guy. You know, sure. maybe we get Cy to come in if we're lucky. Something like that. I feel like you can get. I, I was just talking about this with someone the other day. I feel like Cy right now. That's the perfect time that's to get Cy. He's coming down. Exactly. You know, I think you can get Cy for like a really good rate. He yeah. says he's going to have a new song out soon. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll be a smash hit as well. I'm sure that wasn't a fluke. It's going to be good. Mm. Um, well, that's interesting. So, Opa. What Opa. Should, what should we, this is going to be played at weddings. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen anything that I should watch right now that's really funny? Like, I like that true TV stuff and the um, Spike. And um, I feel like. Evil Twins is, is really good. I watched a Evil bunch of it Twins. on New Year's Day. It might have just been a perfect New Year's Day kind of show where it's a marathon and you're super hungover. And, and then it just it? fills in just the empty part of your brain caused by the Twins that have done bad things? It's like a, it's one, it's like a, a sort of... Um, it's like one of those shows where they talk about one like particular crime or whatever, uh-huh. and it's but it's all through the lens of like crimes that involve like evil twins. So sometimes it'll be like one twin killed the other one, mm. and they typically have an interview with like you know the the detectives that were on the case or like one of the one time they had one of the twins, but typically they don't because usually they're either dead or in jail, oh. um, <laughs> and their reenactments are really elaborate. Like I feel like the reenactments are really just like somebody made a lot of like choices. Oh, and it was the kind of thing where I saw two of them and I went, this is really good. And then I saw three of them and I went, this is the worst. Because uh, you sort of pick up on whatever tricks they do in every episode. But it was oh, pretty yeah. exciting. I really enjoy Evil Twins. And they have to okay. hire... I'll check that out. They have to hire acting twins a lot. Exactly. And sometimes they have them doing dialogue and you can tell that they got hired because they were twins. That yeah, like yeah. The twins. Sklars are busy. There's not a lot of talented <laughs> acting twins out there. <laughs> We watched Lick Lizards today at work. I think what is that? This is where they tow the car. They have to go find a tow, a car, you know, a car to tow. They're big guys, and the, this person did not want his car towed, and he fought. They just beat the it's living shit Lick out lizards? of each other. I thought it was called Lick Lizards. I could be wrong. What is the what is the yeah, why province of that why name? Why would it be called that? I don't know, but I'm, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. So I think it is called. While you're watching it, you kept thinking about licking yeah, lizards. I, I, I kept looking, saying, "Is that what this is called?" But um, yeah, Lick Lizards. Huh. Oh, it's the name of the towing yeah. company. And so then the guy beats the living shit out of the other guy. Sure. They both beat the shit out of each other. As you fi- do. And finally the lady comes out of the house with a stick and starts hitting the guy. And then the other guy kicks him in the kidney and makes him go down. And a huge guy. And then the other guy hops in the truck, takes off with the car, and the lady jumps, opens the car in the back being towed, hops in. So she's going to go on the ride now. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you, this is good yeah, stuff. Yeah, no spoilers. People, are <laughs> you know, I was gonna watch it. Yeah, the Lick crazy. Lizard team is listening to this. Like, she's giving everything away. That's our season finale. Uh, another good one that I enjoy is uh, Shipping Wars. Shipping Wars. Yeah, Storage Wars is one that a lot of people right. like, and I got pretty into that for a and while. They got faked out, and it got real faked out. Yeah, exactly. But Shipping Wars, I think there's it has the perfect balance of like you can tell there's parts of it that are fake, and then the actual because the whole premise of it is it's just like like truckers basically that are like freelance shipping these like loads that they go and pick up. Um, and uh, so there's like a really fake part at the beginning where they're all bidding against each other for who's going to get the load. But then they actually do have to take it from one place to another. So if that part's faked, it's really, really well faked. Uh, and yeah, things fall off of trucks and it's and they're on the highway and they're swearing at each other. I just, like, I just like you, hearing you say load. Load, dump, always crap. Said, <laughs> load, load kingdom. <laughs> I had to stop. Uh, yeah, that's... that's about the Metallica album. Uh, what did you bring to drink, Karen? 
Okay, so I you told me you were going to have some vodka here. so I Of course, brought, so thanks for spoiling my surprise. Well, I have to use it. So <laughs> I, oh, my vodka? Okay, let's yeah. talk about my vodka then. I brought uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka from uh, Austin, Texas, which is now uh, becoming available at liquor stores everywhere. all over the place mm-hmm. my, and, and our restaurants. Our vodka of choice at our home. Come yeah, on, it's starting to show up everywhere, and uh, I love it. This is a bottle that... Uh, uh, Greg Proops gave to me as a as a gift around the holidays. Oh, that's I think. Nice. Yeah, so I thought, oh, I'll go. Can he just make vodka appear, <laughs> or does he still have to actually <laughs> purchase it? He's very talented, but I bet you he bought it somewhere. Okay. Yeah, but that, the Tito's people are really nice to me. They always, I mean, my, uh, you know, you've seen it, right? My uh, mm. my thing on my phone is a Tito's. Oh, I, you know what? I, my I phone never, case is Tito's. I don't have realized they, they get like, you. you guys at home can't up. see it. Doug's phone is just doused in vodka. <laughs> It smells terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, my phone is clean work very well. <laughs> but uh, is is vodka good for cleaning stuff? Absolutely. Well, alcohol in general, yeah, I guess. Is yeah. It? Okay. And then it wouldn't be sticky. It's one of the cleaner alcohols, anyway. Mm, I yeah. love it. And uh, <laughs> and so what? It, what is it you want? I br- I just brought diet tonic water, uh, well, which is here, bizarre see, concept. The plate underneath there. So this is a. It's a very common drink. It's a Moscow Mule. Have you ever heard of it? I haven't actually. Oh really? Well, a lot of times it comes in a real. In it's a, extremely a, common. It's pretty common. <laughs> Diet <laughs> Coke, Moscow Mule. Um, it's ginger beer. It's lime. You can also put some muddled ginger in there. Ooh. You can put a little bit of simple syrup. I don't have that. I mean, I just okay. ran over and got stuff. And then you can put some mint in, which is really good. But I didn't have any mint. I mean, I just came. But Well, so, I happened to bring a mortar and pestle. Oh, good. So, <laughs> and get, some ginger I, get, I always I carry with really me. I really good brewed ginger beer by uh, Bunden, Bundaberg here. I've had, I, I've, I have had it before. It's really good. It crazy. sounds like a World War I treaty, but it's actually a really good ginger beer. Have the, a little taste of this beforehand. It's very refreshing. Here. Just try it separate? Yeah. Just, just give me a little. Are you going to put it in with your beer cup? It's almost no, empty. Here, have this one. Fresh. Fresh yeah. cup. Nothing, nothing like you want to use as much plastic as possible. Just taste that. Oh, my God. That's beer? It's like totally clear. It's ginger beer. It's not, I don't think there's any alcohol in it. So oh, okay. It's like soda. No, it's, yeah, it's like ginger ale, but different. That's crazy. Did you really, you were really confident that just your typical liquor store would have this? Um, I was not confident, but I was going to get ginger ale if they didn't have it. Oh, okay. So we lucked out. I wish we knew the name of the place. Give them a plug for... Stepping it's up and having co- ginger it's, it's beer. It's on Sunset and down the street from Meltdown. So mm-hmm. it's a big... It's right only- across from the 7-Eleven. Yeah, I feel like they have also a lot of very interesting like <laughs> third-tier energy drinks that you've never heard of there at, yeah, that, probably. at that liquor store. <laughs> um, it, okay, so put some ice in your cups because this needs to be really cold to be good. So, yeah. oh, am I supposed to taste it with or without the ice? No, I mean, I, that was just to taste the actual okay. beer. It's good tasting, isn't it? It's great, yeah. Uh, so you put a bunch of ice in. Oh yeah, that's really nice. I Here. should drink that when I have a. If if I ever get sick still. again, because I, I like ginger ale when I'm sick. In there. Let me have your cup. Well, let me finish it, right? Let me have yours. Guess it doesn't matter. You're going to put more in. <laughs> it's hard to get these out, these ices out. Doug, is there a chance you may never get sick again? Mm-hmm. There's that chance. <laughs> But I right now I'm like my I, I look and sound sick probably because my allergies are killing me. Oh, Doug, can you just get your You're killing me. Your hand or something? <laughs> yeah, I'll just grab it. I don't give a We're shit. We're all friends here. There we go. Well, you need more than that. Why? How yeah. much do you, ice do you need? Because you don't want it. You want it cold. It's got it to be really cold. Well, vodka's be cold. Vodka's clean, and we're going to be pouring vodka on it, so it'll be here. it'll yeah. be clean. We'll be fine. Well, you don't care here. All right, get that sorry. ice. Get that ice going. All right, then pour some. How much vodka you want in your cup? Okay. 
and I'll cut the limes up here with my plastic fork. Let's make sure I don't chop my hand. Producer Katie has a Don Draper or Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock style uh, bar in the corner of the room that's very impressive. I do. You know, cutting it, with a plastic knife is very dangerous. Is that so? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. People make it. More dangerous than a, yeah, than sharp, a, a sharp, sharp knife. Interesting. All right, so. DC, do you, as a comedian, uh-huh. so you, you're still drinking. Yep. You, you haven't uh, quit yet. Nope. Is it? Dad. Do you find it? Do you get drunk a lot at clubs? Like, do you find it difficult to uh, not o- not overdo it because it's it's there and it's free and you got nothing better to do? Um. Well, I go ahead I, and talk I, about other things while I'm discussing something with DC. I try I off, off the mic. Right. <laughs> it wasn't. A, there's no such thing as off the mic. These are great mics. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, typically don't drink before a set, so it's if I and then if I end up like you know if I stick around for the rest of the show, then and especially if I have a drink ticket, I'll probably have like. A beer or something, or a drink, but... Drink ticket, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love when places do that. Here's your drink ticket. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you. I feel like a child now. Yeah, and there I just uh, started doing a uh, weekly... Hosting a weekly show with my friend Eliza, and we have... Uh, it's at this place, The Virgil, in L.A., which is kind of one of those, like, prohibition-style, like, cocktail bars. So they have this, like, really fancy... Uh, weird cocktails that they make and they're they're pretty fun so i'll typically have like maybe one or two of those on the evening of uh of that particular weekly show but uh yeah i guess not i don't like typically like hang out a ton so i, I probably right, get right. too drunk at a, at a venue which eliza uh, eliza skinner there's a few of them yeah <laughs> there's just one eliza skinner but uh that yeah. we know of wow what if that's how i found out there was like they were running a weird evil twins thing on me what was, well, what's the, what problem? Was the problem, Karen? Well, it comes with a that key just that, got solved. A key that opens it. Luckily, we had a can opener. I mean, oh. Oh, you mean? Wait, how did you open the first one? That just came right off. The and other then one. the other one, you needed a key. Exactly. Interesting. Interesting world of ginger beer. Okay, so you're so you add the ginger beer and then you squeeze in some uh, lime, mm-hmm. and then that's and that's the Moscow Mule. And they need to be colder than this. <laughs> why? Why is that Titanic so important? Style icebergs. They need to be like frozen. I don't, I don't have a shaker. I apologize. Which one? Which one? It's the one thing you I don't have. Katie, you got such an elaborate bar over there. The you don't have a shaker. I, have. I think that's Thank yours. You. This one's yours. Uh, yours is less because you had a little bit less vodka. Okay. In it, so I want it to be. It might proportionally. Need, yeah, and um, then maybe you might need more lime. I don't know. It's pretty tasty. And it's, you know, kind of broke dick the way I'm doing it. I don't think I've ever heard that term before. <laughs> no way, really? Mm-mm. Oh, it's so much fun. Now my next book is going to be called Broke Dick Kingdom. Yeah. Arj Barker calls, broke dick calls everything broke dick. Everything he does, that is really good. doesn't improve, he calls it broke dick. And it's really uh, horrifying and sensory. What do you think? No, not the drink. I meant no. the term broke dick. I think the drink is really good. <laughs> broke dick it. makes me imagine my dick breaking, <laughs> so I don't like it. The drink is great. Mm, I like it. It's very refreshing. It's very refreshing. Imagine a little mint in there and uh, maybe a little more more lime maybe. And then maybe a little muddled actual fresh ginger would be good. You could put some bitters in it too. Oh, you could? Oh, okay. And then some – and just maybe a little sugar. Yeah. Did you try it, Katie? No, I don't like vodka. <laughs> but she I, uh, likes the beer. I can't. You're vodka intoler- intolerant? I, that vodka is like <laughs> what I started Cheers, drinking I like when I was yeah. a teenager. And then I drank it all throughout like early college. and Takes you back to some bad times? Oh, yeah, no. I can't, I can't touch it now. 
Damn. So why do you have a glass of it? Or do you oh, just have is, ginger beer? This is ginger beer and bourbon. <laughs> I have a... We got to try that too then. Yeah, yeah I want to try that. Make me a ginger and bourbon, please. I have um, Ooh, bullet really bourbon. That's that. my favorite bourbon. What's that? What'd you say, Carrie? You're going to mix that? Bourbon and vodka together after no. some beer? No, I want a bur- bourbon. Another time. And, no, right now, a bourbon. Oh, mix it. Like you're going to have Like vodka? have one and then the yeah. other? Well, we already just had a beer. Well, that's like we're sampling. It's not like I'm going to drink a ton of it. Okay. <laughs> so, I just want to see the yeah, difference and see if it that. makes a bourbon uh, palatable for me because I'm not really a bourbon person. Oh, you're not? Yeah, but will it, is it good? Yeah. Do you want some? With the ginger beer? I'll have a little bit, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll try yeah, it. Yeah, and we'll all decide if vodka or bourbon is better with ginger beer. Okay. I'll, can I just taste yours? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I encountered someone the other week that was, she got a, a ginger, a ginger ale and gin, like a gin and ginger at a show. And then me and the other people I was standing with were all like, that's gross. Why would you ever do that? That seems fundamentally wrong. And she was like, no, it's a thing. People totally do it. No, so what don't. I'm asking you guys is, is that a thing? And do people totally do it? Because no, it don't. is my feeling that they do not. I agree. I recently went through that with no. a girl that said she was drinking uh, gin and cranberry. I was just like, you got to be what? kidding me. Gin is so <laughs> gin gin is like that one friend that you have that like doesn't get along with any of your other friends. Like it's very specific. It, it smells and like pine you, salt. I like gin. And it Don't get me wrong. It tastes like what pine salt would taste like. Yeah. I, 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 I see I like gin okay and I especially like the fact that if you drink enough of it I guess you get dementia. Uh really? yeah, what? from the elderberries. Oh shit! Yeah, supposedly that's. Good like thing a, I don't drink gin, and you get the nose. But yeah, I think you have to drink like <laughs> so like all much of the gin. gin. I think you have to drink yeah, all most if not all of the gin. I tend to only drink whiskey and tequila, and bourbon's my favorite type of whiskey. I like rye enough, but I'm not a big fan of Irish or Scotch. Bourbon just sounds better. I it feel like better. rye needs it's a, a little, rebrand. Like it needs to be called something that sounds more like something cowboys <laughs> drink, which is what sweeter. bourbon is. Bourbon's a little dirtier tasting. I like it. Uh, this tastes to me very similar with a little more of a kick than as a seven. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a really strong bourbon. It's got a seven bourbon and seven. taste to it. It's good. Yeah, I yeah. I'm not. I don't like bourbon that much, but the ginger beer kind of helps to um, ginger beer is better. Make it than, a little tastier. It's better than ginger ale too. It masks the taste a little. It's very bit better. good. Ginger ale, you can still taste. I like the plain alcohol. bourbon though. It's still pretty bourbony, and it's also like you like bourbon like even uh, all the time, like even the summer and stuff. Because it really warms you up when you yeah, get, get some bourbon in Yeah, and during the summer, in I'll drink it more tequila. Warms up. Warms you up. <laughs> uh, I drink more tequila. Gives you hot cockles. Warms you. Warms you. I like, um, my favorite type of margarita, if you guys had, where it's just, uh, you, it's just tequila, lime juice, and agave nectar. And that's it. That sounds what? good. Yeah. It's really good. Real simple, it's not, huh? it's not super sweet. Uh-huh. It's, it's a little bitter. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And that's considered a margarita? Mm-hmm. But what about all the green shit? That's that's all sugar mix. That's just like okay. a mix, and that's just all pretty much sugar. Like this, I mean, it's stupid. A lot of places call it the skinny girl margarita, which I hate. Mm. Oh yeah, but it just tastes better because it's not all sugary and sweet. Well, it wasn't skinny girl like an actual brand that was from a reality <sighs> show. Lady I that have was, like, no giving, idea. Wasn't it like giving? Didn't they have to like recall it because it was like giving people I mean, cancer or something? No, been, it's out there. I've oh, okay. been seeing this for years, and then all of a sudden, like some places, it'll pop up and it'll be called that. Like at Birds, it's called that. The girl from because Eliza and I went there one day and got it, mm. and they were like, "It's called a skinny girl margarita." And we're like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you." Also, that's how you at that keep point, your girlish figure. Yeah, by drinking so much alcohol. That's putting you in such a weird position, though, because you have to be like, "No, I want the fat girl margarita." <laughs> fuck you, which is what I want. Yeah. But I'll have to try that. That it's sounds very really interesting. Good. It's very refreshing in the summer. It sounds like minimalist. It is. It sounds like we hired a team of like German engineers. That's to what they came a, up with. Yeah, a margarita. <laughs> Hey, Katie, what's going on with uh, 
the egg slut truck, are they going to come next they're week? They're going to be here next Monday. They're hard to nail down, those yeah, egg they sluts. Are. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Well, their truck broke, I guess. Oh. And it was in the mechanic today, and so they had to reschedule. Yeah. Okay. So I we'll looked, get them next week. I looked on their website. Mm-hmm. That food looks so delicious. I mean, we're going to have to, you got to save up for two days for this place. I mean, I'm telling Don't you. Don't eat for two days? Yeah. <laughs> but that makes, your, really, that you makes see, your stomach smaller and you fill up quicker. They give us so much food. We get so full. It's just ridiculous. But this food looks really good. Yeah, I mean, it's all it really like breakfast does. stuff, right? Yeah, this no. show you're just oh, going to no? get drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what it is. No, normally we get very full and, and a little drunk because mm-hmm. Katie's always got the bar standing by. That's true. I'll, I'll settle for Smirnoff. I don't give a shit. Oh, all right. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that is over there? Yeah. It's a handle Smirnoff. <laughs> when so, so oh, when we'll you say Smirnoff the, uh, makes it sound so much dirtier. You can hang on to the Tito's for next time, too. Okay. Or for any time I wander into, like, they do shows here at the Meltdown Theater in the back. Nerd Melt Theater, I should say. Um, and uh, so I, I, and I live fairly close by, so I'll just stagger in here sometimes and hang out and watch. And it'll be nice to know I've got some Tito's up, up here in, in the Louis De Palma suite. Tito's is the best. My, that's my dad's favorite vodka. So are you saying you're going to start to have a series of, like, it's lockers at, at clubs? <laughs> where you just like, like it was like the Elks Club where yeah. your grandfather would have a key to your yeah. liquor Please go, get, please go get my bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink tonight. Yeah, that's what they, at come back. It's very ceremonial. You, you I'll, I'll hide it for you. I have <laughs> They have lockers there. They do? Yeah, for your, uh, for your wine that you're going to have there, I guess, so when you bring your clients in or whatever. At Morton's Steakhouse, you ever been there? I've been, but I don't, yeah, next time I don't have it, a wine locker. <laughs> yeah, I don't eat. I, I'm always so surprised. Like, who does have a wine locker at Morton's? I guess they're very, they very love meat. People. They must love meat. Uh, what about? Let's just get one thing. I know you're. Uh, I, I want. You still haven't yeah, figured out where you I know him do, from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh, dang it! I just don't know. Uh, is it from television? Do you want clues? Yeah. You're in good hands. No, he's not the guy. He's not the maniac guy. What? Allstate? <laughs> no, he's not. He's not mayhem. Not Dean oh. Winters. Yeah, he's not the guy that when he falls down backwards King. on those stairs in he's the funny. new one. That is so seamless. It's a really good commercial. It's a great stunt. Like, the you know, whoever actually did it is a great stuntman. I would say that even if I didn't have to say that. Yeah. But he has to. <laughs> uh, you're the voice. No, no. That's that's Dennis Haysbert. Shit. President you, know, you know the commercials. My sister owns an Allstate. But you know the commercial. You know, when he shows up on camera, it's that black man for the play. Yeah. President Palmer on yeah. 24. Yeah, sure. He, there's all those series of commercials where characters in the commercial talk and it's his voice comes out of them. Yes. Oh, like the identity theft mm-hmm. one? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> no wonder I know because I really do watch all the Allstate. They, I, they get my attention because my sister, is, my whole family's been in Allstate since my, oh, dad, really? my dad had an Allstate business, yeah. Oh, wow. So Sweet. Thanks. Thank like, you for employing me. <laughs> I like the good hand <laughs> slogan. Armstrong family. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, uh, people think that that guy in that commercial, because where I, I play like a, a stoner dude who looks how I look, and uh, I rear-end a guy in my shitty car, yeah. uh, which the props person put a Cameron CD on the front seat of. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it was really particular. Um, and you never see it. I don't know, but it was like it got me in character, I guess. Uh, and uh, th- so I rear-end an older gentleman in a suit, uh, and he's shocked to find out that we have the same insurance. I'm not going to tell a story after this. This is just me recounting the commercial, because then I get residuals even if I retell the commercial. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, uh, it's still running, isn't it? Yeah, for like more than a year now. Oh, wow. uh, like like 15 months almost. But people think that the old guy that I rear-end, that that actor is my father. 
multiple people have contacted me on Facebook, like via email, on Twitter, and been like, that guy's your dad, right? And I don't think we look anything alike. No, if you looked alike, then that would make less sense that you're telling him we have a lot in common. Right, right, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, it, it, uh, it, but people are like, that's your dad, right? Is that your dad in the commercial? Which I just love that that's something that people think happens, is like, they just cast you and your dad, you know? Because you guys yeah, have yeah, chemistry yeah. together. You guys look like people that might hit each other with your cars and <laughs> need to exchange insurance information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been in other things too? I must recognize you more from that, not just that. That's probably just that's that. the na- main one. But he's he, I've seen him in a, at least one other spot. Yeah, I also was also in a Fiber One uh, commercial Jeez. where I play a taste bud. Um, you do everything. I do a lot of commercial stuff. You played a I taste bud. Lot. Yeah, I played a. Ta- I played a, um, a like a lady is sitting on a couch. And she's eating Fiber One, and I, I think her husband is opining that, like, you know, Fiber One is, like, gross or whatever. And then, um, and then she re- reveals that, like, we're, like, that she has, like, her, she's like, I don't know, I, don't, I haven't seen the commercial, actually. I never saw it after it came out. I'm just going by what they were doing, like, on the day. Uh, basically, like, we're supposed to be your taste buds, and we're initially skeptical that Fiber One will be delicious, but mm-hmm. then we, we realize that we it like it. We're just, like, dudes in velour tracksuits. <laughs> um, and there's a, a sort of uh, an odd or, or interesting racial component to it because the lady and her husband are black and her taste buds are white. Or two white dudes. Fuck? So that's kind of... I like it. I think it's post-racial. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's, yeah, that's it's progressive. Ebony and ivory. <laughs> I love a fiber one bar, by the way. Perfect harmony. You do? Oh, yeah. When you auditioned for that commercial, the mm-hmm. Allstate commercial, do you think it was the... Did you do the eyebrow... At oh, the at the end, yeah, I guess like I, when I, you go, I think we are because it's they're arguing about how similar they are because they have the uh-huh. same uh, insurance. And but then he does like a instead of really saying anything, you just right. sort of make you have a look in your eyebrows. I think so maybe <laughs> I, I think maybe they asked me to to do it because um, that's how commercial auditions they strike me as the guy the person that comes in and just makes a choice that they like that they didn't necessarily ask for. Well, because <laughs> they're yeah. always asking you to do very specific you, weird shit. They think they want you to do one thing, yeah, and they actually secretly don't want you to do that. They the actually want you to do something else. See, yeah, exactly. Somebody doing something um, interesting. And I wish I could carry that confidence more over into my like legit auditioning career. But like, yeah, you kind of have to like tell them. They they think they want one thing and you have to show them the other thing that they also want but they don't know that they want which yeah. just sounds like something that somebody would say to like justify like sexual assault or something but it's not really well, I, I've I, got I little, they want one they think I they don't, want I don't, yes. no. <laughs> I've gotten little parts on tons of TV shows and always the auditions I always nail them and then commercials I've never you know I've gotten a couple of callbacks but there was just a point where I'm like I'm tired you know when I went in and read for the guy that carries his, carries a phone that matches his suit, and they go, Nationwide is on your side. Those commercials. When I went on audition for that, the room was full of, they said, wear a suit and tie, and I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to show up, and you know, if they think I have to have a suit and tie just to audition, then I'll, I'll leave. I walked in, everyone had a suit and tie, and so I just left. No. <laughs> I just turned around and went, okay, that was my last uh, commercial audition, because... They could have picked you. It's a... <laughs> No, that's the thing is I I have an eye for casting I believe so more often than not I'm like I wouldn't cast myself for right this. for sure yeah and then and then also commercial auditions are you know you're a, a, a disgruntled person yes. is in charge of it uh, whatever it is that they were trying to do is not going well right. so now they have to film a thousand guys over the course of a day yeah. saying a couple of lines they all think they're either Tony Robbins or the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket yeah. <laughs> 
and it's sometimes uh, both. So it's just a, it can be a degrading and humiliating experience, and and booking actually booking commercials probably elevates it a little bit, like makes it less uh, painful. It's like it, it it does get to be like less intimidating for that reason, but then I still feel like. There are ones where I just go into it and I'm like, well, what am I, what am I doing here? And it's interesting you were talking about like when you decide to like wear a suit and whatever, because I never used to do that stuff. I never tried to like dress up to be in the thing or I could easily talk myself into it because I'm lazy into whatever I would wear anyway, being appropriate sure, sure. for the thing. When it's like, they're like, wear a firefighter's outfit. And I'd be like, you know, an uh, Arizona State University yeah. t-shirt is maroon. Yeah. So, uh, uh, or whatever. And, uh, but then about like a year and a half or two years ago, I started occasionally like dressing like the thing that they want you to be because a friend of mine directed an episode of a sitcom and he was like, yeah, they just send you the tapes of people that audition and they typically just go with the one that's just like, yeah, that looks like the guy. Great. Cool. And I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Uh, But then now, especially with commercial auditions, it's like, you know how in blackjack there's like, I think it's like when you're hitting on, I'm not a blackjack guy, but like you're supposed to either hit on 15 or stay on 15. You're just supposed to decide there's like, one. There's based on what card the dealer's showing. There's a specific choice you should make when right, you're, when you're right, at fifteen. Right. Uh, but there's <laughs> but there's one. I feel like where it's just like it's it goes. It could go either way. But you're just statistically supposed to decide. Like I'm either going to hit or stay on that number, and I'm going to do that for the rest of my life, and it will statistically shake out the same way. Sure. But if I switch it up, then I'm screwing myself basically. Yeah. And that's kind of me and like dressing up for auditions. Like if I like uh, sometimes I'll be like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to do it. And then someone's like, fuck it, I don't feel like it. And then it's always the one where I'm like, fuck it, I don't feel like it. And I go and everyone's in a suit or in an astronaut outfit or whatever it is. And then it's always the ones where I'm like, I'm really going to like look the part where I show up and everyone's just in street clothes. And that's the one. And what ones do you get? Um, it depends. <laughs> it's never. I wish it were more. I wish it were more consistent. <laughs> it's really thing, not. It's such. A, it's so wild. It's such a weird thing that I just. I just said I don't want to go in for those anymore. Because <laughs> like, I did so many of them without ever booking one. The ones that anytime, I never did a commercial. Not I, one. Not, you never done one commercial. Yeah, God. I've been on like eight sitcoms. That's so weird. It's and like so, it's, it's it's a different thing. Yeah. Somehow. I'm well, looking for you to have like a, a commercial renaissance. I'm looking for like the year of Doug <laughs> well, Benson in commercials. I just want to get to the point where there's somebody who's like, well, let's go ahead and get that guy because it's potato chips and he's obviously a great spokesman for right. that. <laughs> or, you know, like that sort of thing, you know, like, but I haven't even really gotten typecasted as a stoner. Like I don't, I've only played a stoner. Like you don't you really tried so hard. <laughs> I know. I put so much effort into it. Damn. That, uh, You're forced what... to make your own movies. But instead you I just stoner. have to make my own movies. Yep. Uh, greatest movie ever rolled is available right now at chill.com for $7 and 99 cents. So it's, it came out today. Congratulations. Congratulations on three eleven. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. And I'm proud um, of you. Yeah. I've gotten uh, about 50 people have bought it. <laughs> I love that. You you know how to measure that. That's today. Hey, that it's sounds today. good. Monday. That sounds Monday. good. Fifty. It's day. Fifty Monday. sounds good. It's a good start. That's good. That's the great thing That's about a book or right. or putting something on the internet like this is it's just you know now it's just a thing from now on. Right. And you know people can enjoy it for years to come or ignore it in perpetuity. And they can uh, uh, put it. Uh, so their family can enjoy it later. They can. Um, what's that word? Called? Like leave it in a like a will. Yeah. <laughs> they get have it be part of their estate. Yeah. My, I leave to my child bury all my it, Doug Benson downloads. Bury it in the backyard. They could do Time that capsule. someday. Someone will find it. I got yeah. a big announcement to make. Ooh. Oh God! I thought he was going to say <laughs> we're going to eat. I'm glad you're excited about it. Uh, Limestone Comedy Festival. Oh yes. The first ever 
live Doug, dining with Doug and Karen with a live audience where the audience gets to taste all the things that we're tasting. Yay! It's going to be so fun. Yeah, it's going to be uh, June 9th. It's in Bloomington, Indiana. At uh, We're going to do it at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, so it'll be like a lunch thing. And uh, Karen will be there. I'll be there. Katie Money will be there. We'll have a, we'll have a special guest a comedian that's uh, there for the festival. And, a chef uh, or some maybe some local chefs maybe that's the idea so there's gonna be two so far they've lined up uh jared from the club uh it's uh, the whole festival's put together by the uh, comedy attic there in bloomington and so far he's got a, a couple of lunch places and a uh, dessert place oh that's gonna be so fun lined i can't up. wait and so we're gonna go there and is there gonna be other comedy shows to watch while yeah. we're there yeah yeah there'll be a bunch of stuff oh good i'd yeah. love to get out of the house it's, it's gonna be really fun <laughs> yeah you, you know <laughs> <laughs> fly out like a day early and do the show on Sunday, then fly, we'll fly back together maybe on Monday. This is a big adventure for me. You don't understand. I mean, like I go down to the Mexican place down the street. I'm excited. You know, so this is. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, is it like a the Mexican place? It's a restaurant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just go down there. There's a few. The Ramirez guys. home. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some friends that she calls the Mexican place. That's all I do. Go to their house. That's all I have fun for. Let's do the iTunes comment of the week. Oh, God, what's it going to be? Oh, it's, you know, it's always complimentary for the most part. Uh, they, don't, they don't have nice things to say about you, but... Oh, thanks. That's, that's know, a lie. No, they're totally nice to you. You read the nice ones to the me, poker actually. Wife, they cheer me up. Yeah, I always read the nice ones. The poker wife wrote, um, do not listen when stoned. Oh. Yeah, it was a warning. Is it because it makes them hungry? Yeah, you will lose your mind from jealous hunger. <laughs> but then, that aside... Poker Wife goes on to write, one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, I listened to four in one day. Loving it. Thanks, Doug and Karen. Very nice. Yeah. Or listen when stoned and also have food. Yeah. That's right. You should then. Yeah, yeah have point. your own food. Yeah, it's not <laughs> going to be as and, good. And confuse your taste buds and your mind by listening about other food while yeah, eating you your synesthesia, food. synesthesia, that would probably be nightmarish. If you have what? Because if you have synesthesia, synesthesia, which is the thing where you taste, I think it's like you, like Super sounds taster? have colors to you. Yeah, well, it's just kind of like all, I think all of your senses are blended together. It's like sounds have like their own colors that in your mind they're like associated with and things like that. I think it's just all your senses are kind of connected in this weird way like supposedly a lot of like super genius people have it like oh. i guess like beethoven oh. or mozart or somebody i don't know i think it's a, it's it's super taster is it that's what they call it Ooh, really? what's that i don't know but uh they may be giants wrote a song about it interesting <laughs> how did it go super taster <laughs> no, and then some accordion a lot of flavor like you know it's everything's like yeah yeah big yeah istanbul was constantinople it. and i used to have <laughs> yeah. super flavor <laughs> Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Wow, there goes Doug's chance to sell a greatest movie ever rolled to John oh Flansburg. <laughs> Flansburg. Saturday and Sunday, March 23rd and 24th, I'll be at the Punchline in Atlanta. And uh, tomorrow night, this is exciting news also. A lot of exciting news. That's why I wanted to have a foodless show. Oh, okay. Because I have so, much things to pro- so many things to promote. Uh, tomorrow night, I'll be on the Jesselnik Offensive. Oh, with our uh, my friend Anthony Jesselnik. I don't know if you know him. I, I, uh, oh, so that will be tonight. I have something to say about that because this will be this, coming out yeah. This will come out tomorrow. So watch tonight, tonight ten thirty, nine thirty Central, Comedy Central, Jesselnik Offensive with Anthony, and then I'm on the panel with Brian Posehn, past and future oh, guest good. of Dining with Doug and Karen. Uh, I have some friends that work on that show, and if I did not get enough little emails and texts and 
you apparently were just, you were killing, they were just dying laughing. They could barely contain themselves. People wrote that to you? Yes. About me on yes. that show? Why am I hearing about it now? Why didn't you like call me as soon as you got it? Well, I didn't know you really or wanted to forward, hear that. Or forward me the message. Oh. I love I love that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're happy. Who Jen do you know Ryan? works over there? Jen Ryan, I know that works there. Okay. Uh, uh, it was a really fun one. But it's a great show. Grave. But it was also really like, you know, another notch of offensive, some of the things we were saying. Like, you know, be, I'll be really interested to see what gets on the air. I have to say, I, you know, I watch it and I'm so stupid, of course. I don't even know what Jesselnuck offensive means. And then I realize, oh, he's offensive. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, I watched it, and shit, he is. <laughs> he is. I mean, like we. I, I mean, no, it just, I, I it just means far. he's trying to keep the other team from scoring. That's why it's called, that's why it's called the offensive. <laughs> but he's very charming, though. You know, he's almost got like a Robert Schimmel way about him, where he can like be. He's likable in spite of saying exactly. really horrible yeah. things. Right. He's also yeah. I worked on the the pilot of that show. Oh. And yeah, he's super smart, and in real life, like hyper nice. Just the nicest guy. Yeah, he's, he's very super, contrasting super, to his public persona. Super, super nice. But, you know, money in the bank if you need someone to come around and say something horrible. It can just come up. There was old, I had him on Douglas Movies with Leonard Malton, and he said, you're the lucky Roger Ebert. That's <laughs> 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 ah, funny. <laughs> it is. It is. I like it. Yeah, no, I thought it was funny, but there was like a couple of things I remember. I was like, shit, man, that's. That's really it's harsh. It's uh, the opening almost. the opening bit is us talking <laughs> about uh, apparently they've discovered a cure for uh, babies with AIDS. Right, right. Yeah. So that's good news. But then that just was uh, opened a floodgate of uh, babies with AIDS jokes. Oh jeez. You know, like what are baby funeral homes going to do now? Yeah, I feel like oh. that they're going to the they're going to they're going to lose <laughs> they're losing out on a lot of money. Thanks, scientists. That kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like the, the whole angle that. is who you should feel sorry for since infant AIDS is being cured. You guys think the day that story broke, like Anthony just came into the office with champagne at like nine thirty oh. in the morning? At that no, point, and, your job is done. And uh, you know, not to say anything out of school, but uh, he uh, he had to fight. To, for for no. AIDS babies to be the top story, <laughs> and, his, and you know, to his credit, like most people will look at that story and say that's a nice story and that's a great story. I don't want to talk about. It. There's nothing funny about it. And he's thinking, wait a minute, what do we go the opposite? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. really thinking. Well, well, I feel like it's you, a good thing. It's good news. If it was bad news about yeah. AIDS and babies, then that yeah, that would be, a little, like be you, really rough. If you greenlight the Jesselnik offensive and then fight against them doing AIDS baby material, that's like greenlighting Star Wars and being like, all right, but no space. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you got to. If we you, have some issues with Wookies. <laughs> we don't. We, have a standing we think you've thing got here. a little too much Wookie. We have a thing here at 20th Century Fox, and no Wookie policy, which is weird because it's the first movie to have them. Aren't you just on the burn too? No, but I I, I do want to do that for anyone listening that is involved in picking who's on the burn. Jeff Ross. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Ross you said should be on that show. You know, I'm friends with Jeff, and he said he'd have me on. But the, I know how those things work because when I did the Benson interruption. Uh, I had a bunch of comics I wanted to have on, and then Comedy Central had a bunch of comics that they that that they would prefer. That they were grooming, not necessarily grooming, but just you know they wanted the biggest names we could get or whatever. And so that's, but that's you know that's typical of those things. And um, uh, so I I understand that you know the burn needs to be on for six or seven seasons before they they get to me. I don't think that's. I think it's a little far. Okay, I'll be on the next season. All right, how about that? Just to make your point. Way to practice the secret, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I really His vision do. Vision boards. <laughs> 2020, The Burn. 
<laughs> I was, you know, years ago, I befriended Anthony Jeselnik, hoping that he'd have a really offensive show someday, and it worked out. Yeah, pretty smart. Yeah. I'm only friends with people that are going to help me later. <laughs> Who's the other kid that's got a show on right now that's on Comedy Central? There's, no- there's a bunch of them. Yeah. There's a, guy, there's a guy named Ben Ben Hoffman. Oh, he's a very funny guy. Uh, very funny. And there's a guy Nathan. named uh, Nathan. What's his last name? I want to say Fielder. Is his, that his show's really funny. His he's show, really good. When I was watching yeah. his show, Nathan, for you, I was just sitting there thinking, how Comedy Central, because I, I think their mantra is, are our 14-year-old boys going to like this, is pretty much what they say about everything they put on. And in the case of Nathan, for you, no, they're not. And congratulations, <laughs> Comedy Central, for going ahead with it, yeah. is what I say. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's super funny. Billy he's really funny. Billy on the Street. Billy on the Street, on the street is tremendous. Yeah. I really like that show. He a lot. was on Jesselnick Offensive the week before me, and so was Kristen Shaw. And there's this thing where they go, they say, "Defend your tweet." Where they read a tweet, and then you have oh, to, yeah, you like have to that, defend yeah. it. Inside info. <laughs> I create. I created that bit. Oh, nice. That was in my packet for the pilot. Oh yeah. wow! That's why I have additional material by credit. I think so. Let I was told you, maybe I don't. People stole that. There's other. They're definitely. There's other tweet defenses out there. Oh, there's still who uh, defend <laughs> the best tweet defense is a good offense. <laughs> what are you talking about? Someone live does it. They're t- they stole. Defend it. your tweet, where they read the tweet that the person wrote, and then they have to explain why they wrote such a stupid Don't tweet. Do you do that in your show? We do. No, t- he does. We do about tweet offs. Oh, that's different. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I thought Twitter I... is used in a lot of television <laughs> programs, but I'll this is different. But this it. is different, and. My point was, or my story was, that Kristen Shaw, to defend her tweet, crawled up onto the desk and slapped Anthony across the face. And then when he said, okay, Billy Eichner, defend your tweet, he not only did the same thing, like to be funny, like got on the desk and slapped Anthony, but Anthony says that that guy Billy hit him as hard as he possibly could. Like it was brutal how Billy hard he like got hit. Billy seems like a strong dude. Yeah, yeah. Billy seems like he has a, he has like an old world kind of like real strength. To yeah. Him. Anthony was like he fucking hit me hard. Oh. Whoopsies. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> for comedy. At least it's sort of towards the end of the show. <laughs> All he had to do is come out at the end and say, "See you next week. Go read a book." Because it's. Uh, did you come up with that? I didn't. He says, "Read a book at the end of every show," which I like. <laughs> That's funny. I did that on my show. I, I every week I'd say a different. You know, don't text and drive. You know, I just do a different one. But I don't think I ever did read a book. Yeah, it's uh, he, a he's book. a big reader. The is Anthony he? Jeselnik, he really is. Yeah. Oh, okay. You say so. I'm, I'm his publicist. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know he has so many different facets? He's he, a uh, big swimmer. Do we even want to have some of my Tito's uh, vodka He's and diet, ton- diet tonic water, or are you guys good? I think I'm good. I, I, I can just keep drinking my Tito's and uh, ginger beer. Yeah, I'm still working on a couple different Tito's uh, beverages yeah, over here. All right. Okay. We've got a lot of things going on. I'm just going to get drunk and go downstairs and watch Harmontown. Are they doing it tonight? Yeah. It's a great show. Dan Harmon? Mm hmm. I do they play? Very good. Do they very play D and D on every episode? Every episode. Is Kamel now part of the party as well? No, he's I know on he a lot was. of episodes, but I don't think he's. A... He he did it the week that I because I was on it a couple weeks ago, yeah. and then he he like joined. He played D and D, and then he came back the next week, I think, and played. I don't know if he's like permanently oh, I don't know a fixture if he's now. Be on it. I think he's at South by right now. So uh, tonight. I'm surprised you're not there. Where South by? Yeah, uh, I go on Friday. Oh, 
Yeah, and then my show just for a few days. I didn't even bring it up to uh, in the plugging sense because it's just people with badges can get in. So if you have a badge to South by, I'm doing Benson Interruption podcast taping on Saturday. Now, Doug, is that any kind of badge at or six <laughs> Yeah, can I have like law an old-fashioned law like, enforcement is welcome? <laughs> Boy Scout. Or what if I'm like a 1950s kid that's really into cowboys <laughs> and I have like a tin sheriff's badge? Mm, no, I, give it a try. Okay, fly to Austin. Great, done, <laughs> done. No, if you're there, you could be in my show. You don't. You don't need a badge. Oh, thanks, man. You could be in it if you were there, but you're not. I'm not. Now, DC. Now, sure. do you have a girlfriend? Or I do a have a girlfriend. Oh, all right. What was that were about? You you're to set ma- me up with you're married. No, I'm just thinking of someone for him. Really? Yeah. Who? None of your business now. Oh, okay. I can't say it. He has a well, wonderful girlfriend. Maybe. maybe gonna... How's it going? Do you think it's, it's gonna going last? good? Yeah, it's going great. <laughs> it's really good. How long is it gonna? How long is this charade gonna continue? Uh, I think for a while. I mean, we just finished season two of Enlightened. Uh, we're, moving, <laughs> we're catching up on Nashville right now, so we're kind of in that stage. Catching up on Nashville. Yep. Nashville's the perfect show to watch with your girlfriend <laughs> because it's it's sexy and interesting enough. Yeah, that that you could get through it, but it's still it's not really a show for guys. Um, it's not explicitly a show for guys, but it's like if if you like, I mean, I like soap opera y stuff, and it is like a pretty smart soap opera as they go. Um, okay. It's not totally ridiculous. I mean, it hasn't gotten there yet because I think they're still in the first season. So maybe next season they'll have a bunch of like evil twins. Yeah, and, well, and maybe and next shit. season's the key because it's it's on the. Bubble. Is it on the bubble? I think it's on the bubble. Oh man, will somebody tweet something at someone and get it saved? Yeah, save Nashville. And then Gosh, defend your tweet by slapping Anthony Justice. It's just the first season. It's been mentioned so much. Seems like it's been on the second season. Yeah, and it's pretty. Uh, you know, it's it's it was created by the woman who wrote Thelma and Louise, Callie and, uh, Corey. Yeah, and so it's That's uh, right, yeah. it's it's a little smarter than it than it should be, but it's still. Still pretty dumb. Music supervisor T Bone Burnett. Yeah, so they have a lot yeah. of original music in it. That's so really good. It's really good. Yeah, and I love that. I love uh, what's her name from Friday Night Lights. Uh, Connie, Connie Britton. Connie Britton. Mrs. Taylor. Great. Yeah, she's Aww. great. Friday Night Lights. Hayden that, Pantier isn't too hard to look at. Which one? Hayden Pantier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She can sing, I guess, huh? She she yeah. sure can. Yeah, I think she's a better singer so. than Connie Britton, but Connie Britton's holding her own for sure. When I uh, Nashville, when I used to have out. a girl, when I used to have a girlfriend, I had no idea that uh, <laughs> that when I was watching Sex in the City every week because my girlfriend liked it, that someday there would be a show called Girls that's like Sex in the City if all the girls were attractive and interesting <laughs> <laughs> and said stuff that was relevant and not just a bunch of canned punchlines. I really like Girls. <laughs> girls is so good. God dang it! I love it. Even even when there's an episode where I'm like, yeah. that was weird and yeah. didn't have a lot of jokes. It's still I have one completely thing to ask compelling. About it. Did you watch last night? No. Okay, then I can't. Ask Is it a spoiler? Yeah. Uh, but See, I love I love I, that guy Adam Driver. I'm glad that yeah. that when Hannah and what's his name on the show? Uh, the her, her ex boyfriend. Yeah, yeah Adam. What's, what's his name? It's not Adam on the on, in the show. Oh, I think it is Adam. Is it? Yeah. Uh, when they broke up. Uh, I thought, oh, does that mean he's going to be on less? And now they're showing him with this new girl, and then they ran into Hannah. This is last week. Right. Uh, I was, I'm was. i so happy that he's like still around still all the time because yeah. he's such a, such really a interesting awesome. character. Good. Yeah, he's really good. Really, really He's good. in Lincoln. Who is he? He's lo- the guy that when Lincoln's sitting there saying, send out this message about oh. what's going on, and, he and he has that long about discussion about oh, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, okay. He's a telegram operator. I call oh, Lincoln I the uh, character actor parade. Because <laughs> if you want to really bone is. up on your character actors, just watch it and try to name everybody. That's Walton Goggins. A veritable Justice League of character actors. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Well, hey. next week I'll ask you about girls this week. To see okay, yeah. Think. Let's talk about let's it then. Me and you will talk let's girls. Let's get back to this. 
That's what I'm saying is that girls, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it'd be maybe kind of weird to watch with your girlfriend girls because it is so explicit and weird. Like last week when Adam or whatever his character's name is, when he took her back home to his place, yeah, and... We're, see, we're not cut up on girls. <laughs> I do find it There's shocking. Not, most, most TV shows, even on HBO, don't have cum shots. Yeah, it was a little much. <laughs> I did. I thought, wow, you know, I get it. He's you know acting like a boyfriend, and now he's showing like he's you know got a few issues. Well, that's the thing is that you know his first date with her, you know, is just like, oh wow, this guy's really he's really reining in all the things that she's going to hate about him. So it was interesting. And to show that Hannah is really his girl, you know, they're a little bit more. Maybe meant for each yeah. other because they're equally fucked up. Yeah. She is. I feel like in the episodes that we have seen, because again, we're not, we're not caught up. It's not, well, first of all, it's great. It is really good. But it's the thing that makes it awkward, I feel like, to watch with someone, and not even awkward in a bad way, but just like a little more complicated than, say, a Nashville, is that it's even just more emotionally honest. So it's broaching a lot of like those weird in-between feelings and situations that aren't normally covered in like a TV show because the beats are like, they get together, they, they break up. Like that's, that's the beats of a normal TV show. And, and that it has a lot of the weirder in-between feelings that are way more realistic. Uh, and so that, that is kind of what makes like, do you, you want to have this conversation? Or? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, no, you're right. Yeah, I, now I kind of take it back a little bit. It might not be the best show to watch with a girlfriend. No. But, uh, <laughs> it's not also, necessarily it's, good for cuddling and watching. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because you two guys, two straight guys talking about this show, enjoying it, you know, kind of talking about it, it would never be sex in the city. You know, sex in, I doubt it anyway. I don't no, know and there's plenty of straight guys that, that, <laughs> that if you ask them about girls, the first thing they say is that's gay. And I don't want anything. Oh, to really? Do, I don't want anything to do with it. Sure. Yeah, because they're sure because it's about idiots. girls. It's about women. So there's still going to be people that Forbes <laughs> Forbes uh, you know released their list of uh, you know uh, top people and CEOs and everything. And uh, you know uh, there's only uh, all the companies in the world only 12 percent of them are, are run by women. Well, I know. Not to bring you down, Karen. Well, I, know what, <laughs> I know. I just noticed that a lot of guys watch. Karen, girls. you don't That's run all. a company. I'm just saying it's still, a, it's still a very sexist and racist world. <laughs> and, uh, you Could know. Be a good point. You know. Like, and the only like, places. Like, Treme is never going to be a big hit. <laughs> because of how racist for, for this world for, is. Uh, for Lena Dunham. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm very happy, very happy for her. I just, uh, I, I was driving me crazy what his name is on the show because I, I, I swear. Yeah, it's Adam. You're right. It is Adam. Adam Driver plays Adam Sackler, which I don't even think they've ever he's, said Sackler. Out he's loud. great. Yeah, and and, and they're all uh, good. Yeah, uh, Shoshana's uh, boyfriend, yeah, okay, Alex Karpovsky. He's really, uh, really. He just good. came out with two movies on the same weekend. Yeah, that he that he either wrote or directed yep. or something. I think both in both cases. Yeah, yeah. That guy's uh, that guy's crazy talented. Love seeing Peter Scolari on there as her yeah. dad. And the mom's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, from she was from Freaks and Geeks. Um, anyway, how how are we doing on time, Katie? Has it been long enough? <laughs> has, been a, has this been a long enough episode? One ten. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that's good because we yeah. can't drink. I was that saying much when more. we're not I mean, eating, you know, we should probably only, it should only be like an hour. It's one thing to get full, but we can't get drunk and then go out in the streets. For God's sakes, uh, I, can, I mean you can't. You're going to stay here. Oh, you walk, yeah. No. Is that the? Is there a line waiting to get in Harmontown? Uh, it's forming now. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of cool. I love this place. 
<laughs> Maybe you get married someday. You get married here. Toby Keith, I love this place. <laughs> <laughs> and then Karen's son is there. He's a ghost. He's like, I used to, but I'm dead now. Yeah. Do you think your son would love going to a Toby Keith's I love this place? No. I don't know how many there are. I've, I've we only seen them in Vegas and Chicago. Uh, the video is called Hope on the Rocks, if you ever see it. It's about, okay. it's about the, he plays uh, the son of a mom who lost her son. She's Aww. in a bar, and she envisions him running to her. Uh-huh. Did you really just say to him, if you ever see it? How much CMT do you watch? None. Well, he says he works on country music awards and he knows Toby Keith. He might run into it. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I mean, I, I think my my knowledge of modern country music extended pretty much to just working on that show. Although I will say it was fun when we were working on that show relating to I love this town or I love this bar. Rather, we had a joke for the host that year that was who was uh, Kid Rock. And the thing about Kid Rock as a host, uh, <laughs> he has a lot of uh, what I'll call integrity whereby Kid Rock feels that Kid Rock will not say anything that Kid Rock would not normally say. Kid Rock will not know anything that Kid Rock does not actually know, and Kid Rock will not act like he doesn't know Kid Rock anything, that he doesn't know anything, so mostly Baba Taba, I guess. But uh, there was a joke uh, in his opening monologue that was like, man, uh, I walked into Toby Keith's restaurant, and I just said to myself, man, what is it, I love this place? Yeah. So the joke is, I said to myself, man, I love this place. So, Kid Rock is like, man, I really, I really love this. Like we were like, you have to, you kind of have to say, I love this place because that's place. a joke. And I think what he ended up saying was something like, man, I really like this bar. <laughs> Which and then he stood there wondering why they're not laughing. Right. Which I, now that I'm now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, that's either he's totally missing the joke or it's like wonderful, amazing anti comedy. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. So what I'm saying it. is, Kid Rock is is Andy Kaufman. Oh, it drives me insane when you know you're writing for a host and it's like, you know, I get it, you were your own, right. person. but you know, can't you just suspend belief just one little bit? Come on, this? Ellen, can't you say you killed a kitten? Can't you just say it, even though you in real life you love kittens? Oh my God, she would she she would be like uh, we have a joke that had like. Uh, Oh geez, now I can't remember the, the name of it. It's a common uh, joke in the mall, the the the, the clothing store that everyone talks about. The kids. Forever Twenty One. Forever Twenty One. I don't know if people are going to know that. I don't know if people are going <laughs> to wet seals. Another. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if people hot, are going to know. Hot that. topic. It's like, believe me, they're going to know it. Just trust. Just trust that this will be a good one right here. And she, you know, of course it does good. But you know, she has to. Then you have to really. You had to really talk her into stuff she never heard of it before. But how do you can never heard of Forever Twenty One? Anyone? Well, how much mall walking does she do? Does she and Portia go down to the Beverly Center and wander <laughs> around? Yeah. Well, I feel like if you're at the Beverly Center now, you're just going to it's it's all just like weird belt buckle stores that have like proprietary. That's like that that's the only one. It's weird. It's I haven't a weird been there mall. in years. It's kind of a ghost mall. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's not that popular. Movie theater's gone. Yeah. I hmm. love that movie theater was the craziest cuz it was like it was one of the first maybe in the country that had that many screens and that also decided to try really small screens, like where like most of them are only like 60 seats. And, oh, no. uh, that's, you know, that business model worked for a long time. And then, it, and then it just flipped when everything became multiplexes and three, 400 seats in each theater. And yeah. It's just like you would go in there. It was like three rows of seats. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. It was weird. They're I pl- saw a monkey bone there. <laughs> Uh, so, listeners, write in with your with your first monkey bone story. <laughs> We're uh, 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 they're playing Chinatown at uh, the Alex Theater coming up. I Ooh, find it. Oh. Someone just mentioned it to me. But where is the, the Alex damp. Theater? It's in Glendale. Oh, really? Cool. That's where they do uh, a lot of the um, 
the I did like last comic yeah. standing. Uh, oh, is it that all huge? Theater. Shows yeah. there. Oh, it's, it's sure. I think big, I saw yeah. like a Paul F. Tompkins taping there. Uh, yeah, that's a really beautiful yeah, theater. I want to go there yeah, and see Chinatown. I think that's where Sarah Silverman did Jesus is Magic too. Oh, I think one of those. Yeah, it's Katie cool. lost interest. She's back over at the computer. I'm just making sure it sounds good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too late. She's got. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I said you lost interest. You're even more interested than anyone right now because you're very concerned about the sound. And uh, thank you, DC, for uh, for. Being here, thanks for having me, guys. Drinking with us, oh, thanks so much. We'll have yep. you back sometime when yeah. we have a real chef because it's really it's a treat to just get fed I would, a uh, bunch of stuff for free. I would love to. That sounds great. And thanks for for it's having me for this one. It was super fun. Thanks and, for bringing uh, the can beer. I, can I work in a little plug? Can yeah, you oh, can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people uh, can buy Crap Kingdom. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's on other online booksellers. Uh, it's at stores, so like Barnes and Noble, or you know, support your local independent uh, bookstore if they don't have it. Ask for it. It's also on e-readers, and if you uh, would buy it, I would really appreciate it. I think you will like it, uh, no matter what uh, what age you are. Check it out. It's Crap, yeah, you know what? Crap buy that. And don't don't get my movie, greatest movie ever rolled at chill dot com. Just don't get do it. just get Crap Kingdom. Don't get the greatest movie ever rolled at. Don't. Uh, oh, that's at what? brilliant. Uh, Blow it off. You say chill dot com. Huh? What'd you say? Where is it? Chill.com. It's brilliant reverse psychology. Mm-hmm. I like that. I say you support both of them. I'm very supportive that way. All right. Well, you totally ruined what I was trying to do. Sorry. <laughs> I was basically trying to get people to just buy mine. And he was trying to make it like the cigarettes blow, of blow off his. movie downloads. <laughs> where they where there's like, wow, I want to be cool. I want to do it because Doug said not to. Yeah. You yeah. can't tell me what to download. Don't tell me. I'm going to download it twice. You I'll prick. download it. Don't worry. I don't. I don't understand the concept of downloads. Are you gonna go home and get it and show right it to Rodrigo and Spencer? The best movie ever rolled. Greatest. The greatest. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe when they're older. Okay. I'll show it to Blake. We'll watch. What it. are you? How are you gonna feel when they want when they start smoking pot? Oh God, I don't know. It's better than drinking. You don't want them driving drunk. It's gonna be a driving stone. They're probably just parked. If it was legal, maybe I'd be a little bit happier. It's gonna about be. It. Well, yeah, when it is, you know, maybe yeah. by the but time. But booze they... is legal, and it's destroying a lot more lives. No, I just don't want them to get. Thanks arrested. for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we say we're surrounded by fucking vodka and beer. Where's my Prius? All right. Uh, Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Thank DC. You, everybody. Watch uh, Thanks, Kathy Griffin it. Thursdays on Bravo. Oh yes, please. We have three episodes left. We've been getting good ratings lately. So it's all a good sign. It's getting really, really oh, good. Oh, just three left. So uh, you'll be more available to do these when yes. that ends? Yes. Okay. And I, I got to get you on Douglas Movies on a Tuesday night at yeah. uh, UCB. Oh, that'd be so cool. You're pretty my, busy on Tuesdays. My stepmom yeah. would be mad at me if I didn't ask if uh, Kathy Griffin was actually that cool and funny in real life. Kathy Griffin is Your stepmom loves so Kathy Griffin? Just fun. the biggest. My stepmom is convinced that she's in like a really intense friendship with Kathy Griffin. Like that is the level Did of she fandom. Watch the show? She must watch the show. Probably. I want to imagine. Does she, you know what? She may not know what's on. It has like the worst publicity ever. So tell her. I'm going to text her yeah. right after this. And then uh, if when she works, when she figure out how to work her phone, then she'll know about it. Is she in Arizona? Yep. Oh. If oh, is that? Here, I'd get her. I put her in the show. Put her, you know, get her. Oh, man. Her. She's already on a Southwest flight. You don't understand. Oh, if she wants. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. 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 We're done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't push it. Deal. I'm out. Deal. We have uh, Thursday Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman and oh. Uh, uh, oh, Tra- Michelle, Michelle Trachtenberg. I love Nick Offerman on Parson Rack is my favorite favorite TV character. Who was the other one? Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh, She's nice. I love her. It'll be really fun. It's a good show. They did a Pete and Pete reunion at at Sketchfest, 
and that's sort of like that was her first big break or not big break but first thing you know that she did and uh it's been around since what and lots of people from she was in Harriet the Spy lots of people from the show were there yeah and uh and, but she wasn't there so I was disappointed I would have I would like <laughs> Trackenberg stop front I would like to seen her cuz I've you know her sister used to work at the agency that I was represented by so I would run into you know Michelle with her sister every once in a while and uh I always always been a fan of that girl she was great on Buffy even though she was, her character was kind of annoying because she was kind of an anchor around Buffy's neck. Very talented. But good actress. She's going to be good to have she them with in, those two. I she was an Ice to... Princess, and I like any movie that has ice skating in it. Yes. Cutting Edge, are you kidding me? Oh, come on. <laughs> bon appetit, mother effers! Snow peas, free cheese, our plates are clean. We dined with Doug and Karen. Donnie was dog and mommy. Now leaving Nerdist.com.